What's up, everyone, and welcome to the My VV Collection podcast, where we talk VV, NFTs, and so much more. Let's get into today's episode. Today, I'm going to be reacting to a reaction video of one of my videos, and this is a reaction video done by Cavell Anderson. If you don't already follow him, subscribe to his YouTube channel, go over. The link is in the description to his video reacting to my video, and also the link of the original video of my video talking about how my VV portfolio has pretty much broken even. At that point, I was a little bit up. But at the time of making this video, I'm pretty much even with the amount that I've put into Vivi and where my portfolio currently stands. So that was the topic of the original video, just talking about my game plan and thinking back to why I originally got into Vivi, just talking through what kind of needs to be said at this current point in time when you see your portfolio dropping. It's just a matter of remembering why you got into a project in the first place. So if you haven't actually checked out that video, I would definitely suggest to click the link in the description and check that out. But also check out Cavell Anderson's video reacting to that video. I'm greatly appreciative of Cavell actually checking out that video and actually reacting to it. It was something that came up into my feed. I saw my face in his thumbnail beside his face and I thought it was an error. I thought it was something strange that was going on with my YouTube. So I clicked on it and sure enough, it was him reacting to my video. So that was a surprise, a shock, a little bit for me being such a small channel and for him to put me on. So Cavell, if you're watching this reaction to your reaction, thank you so much. And I'm going to be reacting to things that he he said it during that video, giving my own thoughts on his thoughts, on my thoughts, a little bit of a reaction on a reaction. I won't be playing my video again, so I'll just be skipping around to his parts when he spoke, just giving my thoughts on his. I mean, if you if you just saw my last video, you saw that. You, you saw you see this. Like I literally just showed what he's talking about. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's just what it is. Like the markets, all the markets are behaving the same way. And that's something that a lot of people don't. That's a narrative that that people don't want you to understand. Like like, people are happy that people are leaving and selling out of their positions and stuff like that. So yeah. Yes, if you are lucky enough to have cash on the sidelines for something like a recession or for when markets take a downturn, this is the time that you should be purchasing more than ever if you have that money available to you. Of course, first things first, you got to take care of your expenses, you got to take care of you yourself and have some emergency fund lined up just in case. And this isn't financial advice, but this is just a good advice to think about for your own lifestyle. And then that extra money, you should be using it wisely, especially during this time. So I do believe, yes, it is during these downtrends in the market where people really stack up major wealth when things bounce back. Now, when is the big important thing to ask yourself because you don't wanna stretch yourself too thin during this time when nobody really knows how long this is going to last. And by the way, not financial advice, but you shouldn't put more money than you're willing to lose into any investment. Into any investment. That's just my personal opinion. I would never put more money than I'm willing to lose into any investment because you never know what's going to happen. The most unlikely thing could happen. And there you go. Like, there you go. All your wealth is gone just by one unfortunate thing happening. You should like you should never. It's like you you have to you have to have proper risk management. You have to know that that nothing is worth worth no type of success or anything in the future is worth you risking your entire livelihood. Nothing. 
You can make money other ways. There's going to be more opportunities. There's always going to be something that you can do to think outside the box and bring in a little bit more income or get yourself in a better position. You don't have to YOLO on every single opportunity. I know this type of opportunity, VV, is once in a lifetime right now. But guess what? There's, there's once in a lifetime opportunities in a lot of different places, man. There's once in a lifetime opportunities. Now, obviously, VV is of, of a different caliber and magnitude. But that's just because it can have hundreds of, of millions of people on the platform, literally, and has the biggest licenses and partnerships in the world. That's huge. But then a financial, like on the financial side of things, there could literally be a company that could take the place of like one of these tokens or something. It could literally take the place of the currency as we know it, the currency of the world, like like Bitcoin. Once in a lifetime opportunity to take over gold, like to become the new gold. And then like other financial things like banks, ATMs. What company is going to create the next like cryptocurrency type of ATMs? What's what's that opportunity? Because it's going to be opportunity there too. Like um, these travel agencies, they like and in getting into something early is still getting into something early. There's going to be opportunities that pop up every single day. All you got to do is be willing to do your research in the proper things and just put a little bit in. You don't have to. You don't have to. You know, like just YOLO it all in one investment, especially low, YOLO in large amounts, like more than you're willing to lose. Like you shouldn't do that. It's always opportunities. Just look for look for better opportunities. Look for better entries. Try to get the best entry into. You. And I definitely agree with him there. Don't overextend yourself into any type of investment. Cover yourself, your own expenses, monthly expenses first. And then you can decide what you're going to do with that leftover money and diversify that. Don't just put it all into one type of investment. Diversify that over a wide variety of investments. Every market is going to have their own cycles. And I really like what Cavell said at the end here. That's this is a beautiful perspective. I love this this perspective because he understands. Yeah, there's some of us who got in lucky and some of us who made the right decisions. Like I didn't even make the right decisions, to be fair. I got into VV super early. I could have, you know, I could have, um, I could have made way more money. I wasn't like Dr. Profit though. Dr. Profit just starts stacking things early on. And then he was able to make a profit during a run up. Me, I didn't stack things. I, I, I started late. Yeah, I was still able to turn my little money into a lot, but, um, I started late and being able to do that. And, and, and basically the thing, the, what I'm doing right now, like while this is down and stuff like that, the things that I'm purchasing is stuff that I know is going to pump later on in the future. It's like I'm doing the same thing that I did because I got to play catch up. I didn't I didn't get I didn't take advantage of the opportunity fully like I should have been. But that's why I'm not making the same mistake and I'm taking advantage now. But you're going to have to see this run up again. And then like you're just going to have to know that this is a cycle. So, yeah, like don't expect the same results as Wells or people who got in early. Like you shouldn't expect the same results at all. Don't expect the same results as any other person but your own set your own goals and do not try to compare yourself to other people that's going to cause emotional reactions for you in purchasing or selling off in the market one thing that i do want to say is it's very important what you invest in it's very very important where you put your money at because you have to understand vv the goal and the plan is to have millions and millions of collectibles which means that everything is won't be valuable it's impossible for every single thing to be valuable now, everything will be valuable to someone, but that's not the same as everything actually being valuable, which means that if you're here to turn a profit, that does not mean that every piece is going to be a profitable piece to invest in. Because if you are in a piece that, yeah, it has a little fan base and people, they're, they're willing to buy these things, but not willing to buy them for crazy prices, it's pretty much 
like 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 a Mormon corner or something. There's no guarantee that those are going to go up. There's no like a Kripken. There's no guarantee that that's going to go up to anything crazy ever, ever. If it comes with some type of cool utility, maybe. But I mean, that's just going to be for people who like it. Maybe that could potentially just be a piece for people who like it, who just, you know, having fun, like who just wants wants whatever utility is tied to that. So you have to keep that in mind. You have to um, everything is not going to be valuable. So one, when I first came in, I did hold things like Kripkins. I had Kripkins. I had more McCornos. But to be fair, I got in so early. There wasn't a lot of options. Like you either were going to have something or you were going to have nothing. So I had a bunch of pieces that weren't the best. And that's when my collection was not valued what it, what it got to at all time highs. I had I literally sold everything for losses. Like I got into dumb stuff when I first came into the project and I sold the majority of that dumb stuff at losses, most of it, or, or at like a little, little bits of profit. But I, I, it didn't matter. I just knew I needed to get out of it and get into better quality things. That's what I did. And that's how my collection went up in value because I sacrificed short term losses. And then when the when that pump came, I was holding things that was going to pump. Like they, they, like my um, I, I knew I, like that's just the type of decision that I made. You 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 have to know what you're holding and understand if it's going to be valuable or if you're just one of those people who just get something because just to go for it. Like, do you go for every comic book? Because me, I absolutely do not. I only go for the comic books that I know is going to be valuable. I never go for a comic book that's just speculative or or that isn't like I, I go for grails. I go for obvious. If it's worth a million dollars in real life, it's probably going to be valuable. <laughs> so that, that that's that's like that's what I do. Like that's what I do. I'm not taking chances. I'm not taking risks. Oh, this sold for twenty thousand in real life. I should be able to get at least one thousand for this on VV. You're not going to see me doing that. Like my my type of logic is I need a I need more room I need more room to for, to be comfortable. Oh, this sold for a million dollars in real life. I should be able to get one thousand. Like I like I I my mine is very low. Like you saying twenty thousand, this should be worth one thousand. That's way too speculative for me. One million, this should be worth one thousand. That's something that I can get with. Everybody has their own risk tolerance, but I'm only like that because I don't fully understand comics. So I got a huge gap there between this is a million dollar comic. And what is this going to be at on Vivi? There's a huge gap for someone like me because of the decisions I make with my investments. So, yeah, like you just have to in, in play at your strengths. But that's my that's my with thoughts. Cavell said something really important here, and that is not everything on Vivi is going to be super expensive in the future or worth something in the future. If it has a small audience that isn't willing to collect or purchase into these collectibles, they won't be worth a whole lot. That's why I stick with what I like, what I know in the market. And I just know that my interests are really broad interests in terms of appealing to a very broad audience like Marvel, Star Wars, Disney. I know the market for these is big, so that's where I'm putting my money in in Vivi. Everybody has play money. Everybody has play money. Like it's it's very people very few people live in paycheck to paycheck. Very few. Um now in reality, do people live paycheck to paycheck? Yes, but they don't have to. Like you buy less packs of cigarettes. Buy, buy no packs of cigarettes. Don't buy no drinks. You know, don't buy anything that's not valuable to you. Don't don't go to don't go out for a weekend. Don't eat at a restaurant. Nah, but when you start touching on that, the fact that, oh, if you don't do these things, you would have X amount of dollars left over. Nah, you're not going to get rid of your bad habits. So don't like don't give me this paycheck to paycheck shit. <laughs> like, don't don't do it. I Like because I've been in it. I was born in it my whole life. 
wanted it my whole life. Everyone around me, literally, Section Eight, like yeah, that, that's that's my life. So I I can speak on this because that it's like it's not like I'm any better. It's not like I'm better at all. It's just that I started making better decisions and educating myself on the fact that oh, this is not the, the world that I'm in. That's not that's not all that's out there. Then when you start learning, you're like, okay, I need to get smarter. I need to understand how this works. Like why why like you know, you educate yourself, but like that's when that's when you start to really realize that. Oh, it's, it's a lot of excuses in these in this world. It's a lot of people playing victim. It's a lot of you know. You start to realize these things, and that's when you start to change your mindset and you start to change your life because your mindset is getting stronger. These comments are kind of what drew me to Cavell in the first place. His mindset around not having a sort of victim mindset and really educating yourself and not blaming your position where you are in life to other people and instead taking responsibility. And that responsibility allows you to take action in your life. And it's something that I had to learn growing up. And it's something as an entrepreneur that I really subscribe to. And it's something that you need to subscribe to in life to get ahead as well as being an entrepreneur. Everything falls on you. There's nobody else to blame but you yourself. And having that mindset really has changed my outlook on my life and the outlook on how I've made my money and made enough to have some play money. Now, I'm not loaded by any means, but I have been able to position myself to allow for this play money to be deployed in investments that I kind of just want to speculate on, like Vivi. Yeah, see, I don't think I'm well off enough to have a net worth. <laughs> I mean, I, everybody has a net worth, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do it like that. I just do it where it's like, it's, it's pretty much the same. It's the same. Like any, just the money you just you're willing to lose, the money that you don't have any obligations with at the end of each month. I mean that that's that's what I've invested. That's what I've put in. I mean, could I, could I have you know made different decisions, certain areas and stuff like that? I mean, like I, I speak on flaws and excuses and stuff like that because I have them too. I have them too. Like if I if I like, I wouldn't have got up to what three hundred and fifty pounds. Like you all y'all wouldn't see me on this weight loss journey if if I was making good decisions with my money. All that money that I spent, like to to get to rack up three hundred and fifty pounds, you know how much owe me that that was. You know how much many collectibles that was. You know how much debt that that would that could have paid down. I have flaws just like everyone else. The thing is, I'm, I acknowledge my flaws, and I and I'm, I'm my own worst critic. I, I I get on myself so much about the things, and then until I until I eventually change it, and that that's just what it is. Like the the goal. I mean, well, the goal is to not have flaws, but the you know, it's it's not all about like not having flaws. It's about you know managing them well, and and minimizing your flaws. You know, like that. That's what it's about. Like minimizing, trying to be a little bit better than you was yesterday. That's it. It's really that simple. If you're a little bit better than you was yesterday, and you keep up that trend, you're going to eventually be who you want to be or who you see yourself as. That like or who you see yourself, you have the potential to be. Like that's that's just what's going to happen. Like, but. You have to be willing to try to be better than you were. Like so many people are just okay with who they are. You're okay with being scared and not understanding your investments and things like that. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay just throwing my money places because I, I literally came from zero and I'm not trying to go back there. So I can't take risk like that with my life. But yeah, I mean, some people can. Some people are okay listening to other groups of people saying like, like you know how, how hard it would be for most people to ignore uh, hundreds of people telling them that they think that they're wrong about predictions or this or that like and and but 
to to have the awareness of knowing that oh they have never done the type of research that I have like it, it's it's not strong, it's not easy to to be that way mentally where everyone can tell you one thing but you're you follow the research and the facts that you've seen the facts that you know and understand like it's hard that's it's not easy but like that's the type of person that I am it's like I I trust like I know what I've been able to accomplish in my life I trust me more than I trust you that's just a fact I trust me because I know my work ethic has not failed me yet so he touched on a few things here, but one thing that I want to focus on is be careful who you listen to and who you surround yourself with. There's a famous saying that you are the average of the five people you hang around with, and I do subscribe to that as well. If you hang around five people, you will be the sixth one in that group just like those people. You are the average of those five people. So be careful of who you listen to, even online, even me, myself, if you're listening to this question. Every everything be critical about everything don't be mean-spirited about it and you should formulate your own opinions but question everything that you hear and everything that you listen to before you just go ahead and act on what you've just heard or what you've just listened to I have a different investment strategy as, as opposed to that as well I'm not, I, I mean these are brands that's cool I like them they are right, but I have no interest in and like, just, it's not like I'm a fan of anything or anything like that. I'm a fan of the results and the profit that I can get from these things. Um, like I used to like, I see all the business, like, like the, the gurus and stuff saying stuff like, um, I've heard both. I've heard every side. I've heard people say, oh, you, you, you do something you love and you, you never work a day in your life. I've heard that, but I've also heard you do what someone else loves and they're, they're willing to pay for it, <laughs> you know? So it, um, I'm like I'm always in the middle ground of everything. I'm not too far on any side, to be honest. I'm I'm like I'm I'm right there in the middle. So as far as YouTube and just speaking and and things like that, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. I'm okay. Like obviously, I'm okay just coming out talking about my opinions and stuff like that. My thoughts, doing the research and and talking like that that like that for a job. Like I'm okay with that. But um yeah. When it comes down to what I invest in, I invest in what I know other people want. Like what the most people want. Like it, it has to be the most popular. It has to be the most, you know, like I, I have like, and then there's, there's a lot of other criteria that I, I've broken down other places before, but yeah, it's just a lot of criteria. So yeah, mine isn't necessarily investing in passions or anything like that. It's not, that's not how I invest at all. I invest in what I know other people are going to value and what's going to impact other people's lives. So yeah. His mindset around this is really smart, putting your money where the most people will find value in. But I take Vivi a little bit differently in terms of I want to put my money in what I'm most interested in. But it just so happens that what I'm most interested in, a lot of people are really interested in. So Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, like these are things that are going to live on for quite some time. And I'm not worried about those investments. But at the end of the day, with my business, with what I do for a living and what I invest in, I also want to have some sort of attachment to those. And that's where my collectible mindset with VV comes in. I want to collect these things and I see them as an investment, probably secondary, but with any collection comes that investment aspect to it anyways. At the end of the day, what brings me the most amount of value is my interests, not the money that those interests bring. So I want to put that ahead of where I think the most amount of money is going to come from, if that makes any sense really.
That being said, my safe investments, quote unquote, would be the broad index funds that I do invest in. And those aren't things that I'm interested in. It's just something that I can use to put my money to earn more money rather than having it sit in my bank and, and inflation eat itself away. So of course, not everything that you invest in is going to be something that you're interested in. Yeah, that's a like this is a great video from the homie Mike, man. This is the end. Um, yeah, I, I like this video. I like the perspective. I like his thoughts. Um, obviously, um, we, we have some some differences, some diff some way we some ways we differ, but everyone does. And like he plays at his strength, I, I'm, I play to mine. Like that's what anyone should be doing. So figure out your strengths, play to your strengths, not anyone else's, and you'll be fine. Like not financial advice, but you have to look out for you. You have to do what's best for you. You have to understand what you can handle, what your your investment strategy is. Because if you're holding stuff that you can't believe in, this is why do you think I don't invest in these other artists? I'm, I just don't do it just to be an asshole. Like, I don't know Ron English. I don't know. I have never, I've never heard of these guys before Vivian. While I respect their work, I see them and stuff like that. Like, I used to buy them all. I used to try to jump into everything. But I realized I don't know any of you. I don't I don't I would not have conviction to hold anything from any of you because I don't I've never heard of you. Like, I don't invest in Marvel and stuff for the artists either. I never heard of them. I just heard of the shows. I, I like. So I'm if, if I can't understand it, I'm not gonna have conviction. And don't feel bad that you you don't know every single artist. You're not impressed by who did what. Oh, that 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 artsmanship is amazing. Like don't 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 feel bad if that's not you. Embrace it and figure out what is you. Because I don't understand. I may not understand what's amazing about these artists and why they got their reputations and stuff like that. But I do understand the impact of what their art has done to some people. Like I know what Spider Man does to generations. I've seen that. I understand that. That's what I invest in. And Cavell, thank you so much for reacting to my video. And I do appreciate your comments on my video and everything that we agreed or slightly disagreed on with that. It all comes into a broader picture of the investment market that is, or the collectible market that is VV. And it helps people to really understand our mindsets as well as for them to make their own decisions on their own investment strategies with VV and with everything else that you put your money to. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the My VV Collection podcast. Please follow this podcast if you are not already and leave us a rating and review where you can. You can find us further at My VV Collection on Twitter and Instagram and MJP My VV Collection on YouTube. We will catch you next week.